Welcome to the GYSB Talks podcast with host Carla Palmer. GYSB Talks, get your sexy back talks, is the number one podcast helping women in midlife elevate physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. I am so happy and also grateful that you are here today and every week. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Hello, and welcome to another episode of GYSB, Get Your Sexy Bag Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer. Today is a solo episode. You know, y'all, I like to do a solo episode now and then. And I'm telling you, in 2024, you're probably going to hear more solo episodes than interviews with other people because i got some things to say. So today we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. This episode was inspired (laughs) by an incident that involved yours truly this weekend. Okay, so for the last 14 years, I have done races. I love to do races. Um, I ran my first 5K in 2009 and I've been running ever since. Okay, I've been running ever since because it is something that I can always work towards and look forward to. All right, started off with 5Ks, then started running 10Ks, did a 12K here or there, did some uh, half marathons, and uh, that's where I stopped. Didn't want to go any further than that. But if you have, congratulations, you are the real thing, the real deal. That's a lot of running. But anyway, so I love my half marathons. The The first race that I did, my first 5K when I first lost my weight, I had some people cheering me on as I was running in to the finish line. And it felt so good to see those people there. It was my little guy. My son was young at the time. It was in 20, uh, 2009, so he was nine. And my running coach and his daughter, they were waiting for me at the end. They were cheering. Oh my God, we're so excited. Yeah, go, go, go. And so it just gave me so much joy to see them waiting for me at the finish line. Now, since then, I haven't <laughs> I haven't had anybody take the time to come to any of my races. Um, I've done a couple races with people. So the two of us or the three of us were finishing together. I did a Spartan race or I think I did like three or four Spartan races. Um, one I did by myself and then a couple of other ones I did with friends So we all finished together. That was different than being alone. But for the most part, out of the 14 races that I've uh, I've done, most of them have had no one waiting for me in the end. And it doesn't feel great. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It doesn't feel great. Um, The last time I ran my half marathon, which was last year. um, So this was my 2023 Malibu half, but my 2022 Malibu half. It was interesting. I got to the end, to the finish line, and I saw other people being cheered on by by their friends with the signs and the roses and just so much joy at the end of the finish line. And there was no one waiting for me. And I felt some type of way about it. And I started crying. I went and sat on the beach and cried because no one was there waiting for me in the end. Someone asked me, they said, hey, you know, you're upset, right? Not anybody that day, but I talked to some people about it later and they said, you're upset. Have you ever said to any of your friends or your family like, hey, my race is on this date. I'd really love for you to be at the end of my race. And I said, no, I haven't said all of that, but I have said, 
hey, I've got a race coming up. People know that I do races. They know that the race is coming up. They know as it's getting closer what day it is. I guess my expectation, which I need to probably stop and just manage those expectations, but my expectation has always been, you know, when the race is, ask me, hey, I'm going to come. Do you mind like letting me know what time? And since no one does, I don't want to burden them by asking them to be there. It is a long drive. It is a trek. It's about an hour away from L.A., Uh, The ones that I run every year, they're the half marathons in Malibu. So, you know, like I had to be here at the uh, beach, Zuma Beach. I had to be there at at 430 because that's when they started letting people park. And so once the parking lots are full, there's nowhere else for people to really park. Right. So all of the race people have gotten the parking spots. And so I think about that and I'm like. No one's going to want to come and come early and wait there until I'm finished running for three something hours. So I've never really asked anybody to go. So fast forward this year, I finished the race. No one's there. I made a reservation for a restaurant that I like to go to. And I went and sat on the beach until it was time for my reservation. So I get to the restaurant. I walk in. I go to the host and I say, hey, you know, I have a reservation for 12 and 12 noon and uh, would love to seat now. Right. Because it was like 1201 or something like that. And she walked, looks around and she says, hey, you know, um, there aren't any window seats because everybody likes to sit at the window. There aren't any window seats, but I have something over here that's a little bit further away from the window. But this is the best that I have. Do you want to take this one? I was like, I mean, sure, no problem. I was a little disappointed because I really don't go to Malibu that often and that was my treat to myself. So I really wanted to sit by the window by the beach. Didn't happen. I was about three seats away from the window. So then I get my uh, waitress. She takes my order. I order a burrito and I order a glass of um, champagne. I think, no, rosé. Order a glass of rosé. That was my little, you know, treat to myself for finishing the half marathon. Um, a table becomes available right by the window, three tables away. So the hostess, I see her walk by because she just seated some other people. And I say, hey, do you mind if I get up and take that seat? I thought it was going to be simple. And she says, mm, have you ordered your food already? I said, yeah, I ordered it, but it hasn't come yet. It's just a burrito. She said, I'm sorry, I can't ha- let you move. And they were really busy in there. And I said, uh, it's just a burrito. It's not here yet. It's just right there. Can I just move right there? And she said, no, I can't let you do that. I said, can you get the manager, please? I still am not acting, you know, nasty yet. <laughs> I say yet because I, I did get a little a little nasty. So anyway, the um, manager comes over. And she says, kindly too, she says, did you need something? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I needed something or you wouldn't be over here. You know exactly what I need, but I didn't get nasty yet. I said, yes, I would love to have that seat at the window. It's available. It's been open for about five minutes now. I'd love to sit over there. I just finished my half marathon and Coming here is a treat to myself that I do annually. I'd really love to sit at that window. She said, did you order your food yet? I said, I did. I ordered a burrito and then I have my wine. It's right here in my hand. I'll just move it over there 
And then you guys can just bring the burrito three tables over. This is when I start getting a little nasty because I see her face and she says, you already ordered your food. I can't let you move. I said, it's just three tables over. She said, we're really busy. It confuses the house uh, and the kitchen when people start to move seats. So we have a rule in place that you can't move. And I said, well, rules can be broken when they want to really accommodate somebody I'm just one person. It's not a large table, large party. It's me, my burrito, three tables over. If they come out with a burrito, I'm pretty sure you can just have them bring it three tables over. She said, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I said, you know, you can't, you could do that. You don't want to do that. So let's just say what this is. You could let me move three tables over and bring me my burrito when it comes out three tables over because it's not going to be that confusing. Or you can just say you can't move because I don't want to make that accommodation. She says, well, if that's how you really feel, that's not, I'm, I can't let you move. And I said, no, you don't want to. And this is when I start getting kind of snippy with her. I said, you don't want to. And that's fine. I, I won't move. Um, I'm really disappointed. And I sat down and she couldn't do anything at that point. She's like, Okay, you know, that's how you want to be. She says, I'm really sorry. I said, you're not. <laughs> Y'all, listen, your girl can can get a little snippy. I'm, I'm being vulnerable here and being honest. I was not very nice to this woman and she remained very kind to me. I will say that even though she didn't accommodate me, I was mad about that, but she was never nasty back. So then she brings the burrito out and she says, um, is everything okay? I was like, eh, not really. I really wanted to move, but you know, fine. It's, it's cool. She said, you know, breakfast is on us. And I said, no, 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 no. I'll pay for my breakfast. I'm not causing a fit because I want free breakfast. I really just wanted the experience of sitting by the window at the beach after my run. Like I want, I created this whole experience that I wanted to have in my mind and I didn't get to have that. And I was like, it's not about me getting my food for free. She says, no, please. I'm really sorry that I couldn't accommodate your wishes to move to that seat. And of course, I'm not saying this verbatim. I don't really remember, but I'm saying it in a way that was extremely kind because she was. She she literally killed me with kindness. You know how they say that? Kill them with kindness. She was so kind to me that I started tearing up. And then I said to her, you are very kind. I would really love to pay for my food. It's like, if you insist, that's fine. May I give you a hug? She says, yes. I said, you know, I'm probably uh, upset about something else. And, you know, this was my way of, you know, just being kind to myself and giving myself something that I felt like I deserved. And I was nasty to you. And I'm really sorry. And she said, it's okay. It's okay. You know, you just ran 13 miles, you know, and Maybe something else is going on. We all have hard days. And she goes, you know, this rule probably sucks to you. You know, some they just dropped off a bunch of people here at the restaurant and told us to make sure we seat them. And it's chaotic. And I just couldn't let you move today. I'm really sorry. And then I say, no problem. She says, I hope you enjoy your food. She walks away. Of course, I have my napkin in my hand and I'm like dotting the corners of my eyes because they're welling up with tears because I felt crappy. I felt crappy 
But then I really started to process through one, why was I snippy with her? Why did I get so nasty? What was the real underlying problem? Do you know what I mean? Like, what was the emotional intelligent thing that was going on here? Right? Um, I just, I needed to really process through that. If you think about emotional intelligence, um, the definition of it is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships empathetically. All right, intelligence, emotional intelligence is the key to both personal and professional success. So in that moment, after she'd walked away and I'm sitting there at the table by myself, I took the time to really think about what was the underlying reason that you had that sort of response or reaction to her saying you can't move three tables over because really at the table that I was seated at, I could see the water. Was it really going to make that much of a difference? Not really. So as I sat there trying to process through this whole experience and why it happened the way that it did and why I had the outburst and why I had the teary eyes when she gave me my food for free because I knew I was acting ugly. I was like, this is more about no one showing up for you for that race, your 14th race. Once again, nobody was there for you. You're tired. Your body hurts. You did not prepare for your race. You ran 13 miles without any preparation. You out there pounding the pavement without any preparation, which was very foolish of me. Your body is sore. You're upset. You're hurt. You don't feel like, you know, the people in your life care enough about you to drive to Zuma Beach and greet you at the finish line with some cheers or some flowers or, you know, a piece of candy or some water and a banana. You are upset. That's really, it's really deeper than you not being able to move three tables over and sit by the window. That's the, the real problem, the real issue, the real reason why you were upset is because you were trying to make yourself happy because other people, you know, didn't show up for you and you took it out on this woman who didn't deserve it. It's the sweetest little lady. And you're just there being a complete jerk, right? So I say this story to you um, in hopes that you will walk away from this episode and also think about different times in your life, even if it's in retrospect, thinking about different times in your life when things happened and the outburst wasn't really warranted. It didn't really match the situation. What was really going on there? We can do this thing. We can grow our emotional intelligence. We can have better responses, better interpersonal uh, relationships and interaction. We can, it can be better. And it doesn't have to be perfect the first time, but when it happens and you really take a beat and you ask yourself, what was that really about? Why did, why did you do that? People were looking at you and you're still arguing about moving three tables over. She said, no, you might not like it. It's a rule. It's a rule that's in place for a reason and they don't have to break it for you. What's the real reason why you are this upset? 
again, I figured a lot of it out. And I'm sure it's even deeper than that. That'd probably take a therapist to get me through. But part of the reason, a lot of the things that were under the surface were things that I was feeling about the race, about not being supported the way that I thought I should be supported. And I didn't even really ask anybody to come there at the end of the race for me. So still a lot to process through, but really helpful thinking there at the table. Why are you crying? You were the one that was being a jerk to this lady. Now she's giving you your food for free. Why do you feel bad? Why are you crying? Why are tears welling up in your eyes? What is that really about? It's not of joy because somebody gave you some free food. No, it was because you were being a jerk. Your response was nasty and it didn't have to be and it shouldn't have been. This lady is being very kind to you and you don't deserve, you don't deserve her kindness and forgiveness. (laughs) Y'all, we can do this thing. I hope you got something from this episode. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to it. I'm sorry that there's no video to go with it, but I didn't feel like getting glammed up today. And I was like, you know what? This is on my heart. I'm going to go ahead and do this episode and it's just going to be audio. Maybe if I upload it to YouTube, I'll have to put some kind of, you know, screen on there so that it can have a a video kind of look to it because you, I don't know if you can just upload audio to YouTube. Um, But thank you. Thank you for being here. I'd love to hear your feedback on this. You can email me or you can comment down below in the comment section. You can email me at gysbmovement at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram at gysbmovement. I'm also on TikTok. And of course, I'm on YouTube. I really look forward to staying in contact. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, if you haven't subscribed or followed the podcast here on Spotify, on Apple, please do so. I really would love your support. If you're getting something out of it, I hope that you will share this with the people that you know in your network who might benefit from an episode like this or any of the episodes that we've done in the past. We've got some great ones there. I think this is like episode, I don't know, we're in our 70s. So check out one of the 70 plus episodes that I've already uploaded and recorded and see if there's something there that resonates with you. I can almost guarantee if you're a woman in your 50s or older, something's going to resonate. A lot of them will resonate with you. All right. So it's been really great. Again, this is Carla Palmer, the host of GYSB Talks. And guess what, guys? I'm signing out. I will see you very, very soon. Take care. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.